0: Today, my guest is Peter Hannan, and Peter Hannan is the creator of Cat Dog, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's so many cameras. <laughs> and that's um, that's how we met. That's when, right. I, as I was working on Cat Dog. That's um, right. So how? I mean, how did you get into? You know, was that the first thing you did in animation? Yeah, cat dogs—the very first animation thing. Other
1: than uh, flip book movies in my school textbooks, yeah, the first like thing most I people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of us, <laughs> yeah, are watching animation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah i that's true before before uh-huh. flip so I watched animation. Um, yeah, so I came uh, f- from a background mostly uh, as an illustrator, and then I started doing kids books. So mm-hmm. That was kind of the way in, and I ended up. Uh, well, I worked in the newspaper business. I did a lot of editorial cartoons, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, editorial illustrations, and um, I actually made. I started a company back in Chicago that was going to shoot uh, videos of musical acts and stuff like that. So I shot a lot of, we shot a bunch of blues acts like Muddy Waters, a bunch of oh. famous guys. Um, like live like, action? a thing, yeah, live yeah, action. Yeah. Yeah. so in Chico- it was place yearly con- concert there called uh, or a festival there called Chicago Fest. There was a blue stage that so we got the deal. We worked out, I had a partner. who mm. went on to be a movie, movie producer, but he. Uh, we ended up having like it was like um, Albert King, uh, Muddy Waters, uh, just a long right. list of pretty amazing yeah. Charlie Musselwhite, like a lot of kind of, <laughs> of legends. It was really cool. So, what were you doing? We like, we started company? a company. Well, we actually started a company where we were going to try to make TV shows. So, there's a couple different things we did. We made a made a thing called um, American Film Showcase, which was like a short film thing like we collect all these short films around the country mm. and then we were going to package them and sell them to like a, a big cable company oh, yeah. which we couldn't sell it was like <laughs> our first thing we tried to do uh, but it was cool we got like um, we got some first films of some people that turned out to be famous Yeah, pretty famous so, so was that cool. was n- had nothing to do with animation or was no. something completely different yeah. than your illustration yeah we had we actually had well this is be actually even before I decided to be an illustrator was mm. like, I'm going kind of back and forth but mm. um I kind of went to school. The uh, back of be further. I went to school. Yeah, yeah, let's, with, go, I went let's, to let's go back to the beginning. Did you
0: want to do uh, to draw? You yeah, working? I actually
1: always thought that I... I mean, I was one of these kids, I'm sure you were like this, too, where I just drew on everything all the time. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. always drawing. So there was, like, every piece of paper, everything was mm-hmm. covered with s- stupid little faces remember, yeah. from when I was, like, five years old until yeah, and school, school and stuff. stuff. Yeah. So just everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I always thought that that... And I was always... Thinking that eventually I would try to figure out a way to make money doing that, although I had mm-hmm. no, I had, I'm not sure how what you came, what background you came from, but I had, I knew nobody that had ever done no, anything like that, neither, like, yeah. and it was, it seemed like deciding to move to Mars, to move, yeah. like in terms of the reality. of So in your it, family,
0: no one was an artist. My so. sister
1: was an artist, but she was more of a fine artist. Mm-hmm. But nobody from before, I mean, maybe way, way back that I don't know about, but yeah. nobody in the immediate, you know, yeah. like a couple of generations, nobody was. My dad was kind of a frustrated uh, writer, but he was, he, you know, had a kind of one of these guys that had a job that he hated, mm-hmm. so he, he really didn't end up pursuing it. And I think he was always unhappy about it. And I remember being pretty young thinking, like, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be yeah. like the guy who thinks I shouldn't have done that. So I kind of got in, at least got in gear to just always be doing something from a young age either mm-hmm. drawing or writing whatever so so um, you knew
0: right away you wanted to do something that you liked
1: yes that's right you grew yeah. up with someone well, I, did, I, didn't I think a lot of people that. actually a lot of people I know have a similar story in that way in that mm-hmm. I remember the very moment that I it occurred to me oh my god somebody has that for a job mm-hmm. and it was w- with Mad Magazine for me so it was like oh holy god I mean somebody actually <laughs> is drawing this stuff and getting paid for it it's like uh, why not do something like that so there's, that was a, a huge revelation at age eight or nine or whatever it was like holy crap you know yeah. that's so great um, so that was kind of that. So then, so then after, uh, but I really went to, when I went to college, I went to this little hippie school in Vermont that has no grades and everything like that. I was, I was kind of escape, partly escaping, uh, my childhood, which was a little bit wacky during high school. So my dad is, uh, was bipolar. So mm-hmm. during high school, he had his first few wild episodes where I was deeply involved in trying to figure out what the hell to do with them, mm-hmm. you know. But, mm-hmm. um, so it was kind of took over my life a little bit during that time. And then I, when I got out of high school, I was like, I, I'm going to like. Well, I, I applied to one school, and I only applied to it because yeah. I had no grades, and I didn't want to uh-huh. deal with it, even, even. So I went there, and it was a place in the woods, and I just basically drew a lot of stuff and wrote a lot it was really kind of almost like a therapeutic thing so you
0: didn't want to study you kind of give up
1: i was just kind of i i I, I, in retrospect after i left there i thought like well in one way this is really good for me because i could do anything i wanted and i pursued things that i even hadn't really pursued in high school i didn't really i was although i was always drawing in high school i didn't really draw in i didn't take art classes so i was it was kind mm-hmm. of like a weird, I was like a weird outsider in mm-hmm. terms of that, in terms of my, my school. So when I got into college, I just decided, okay, it was a place where you could make up your own curriculum, so I just was, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to read, I'm going to write, I'm going to draw, that's it, you know, so... you just pick what you like, it, yeah. basically, right away. Yeah, so that's what I did. So, but, the, but the career plan was pretty much I'll be a starving artist. I mean, I had yeah. no, that was it, you know, I had no real uh-huh. idea about how to put that, all those skills or non-skills into, into practice, so I really just kind of felt like, well, I'll just be, you know, I don't really care, I, I I could live on almost nothing, I'll be a starving artist, right. and that'd be it and then I you know had my first child, and I'm like, holy, I guess I maybe be that's not it's a it's a, a romantic <laughs> idea to have to be a starving artist, but it's not that romantic to have a starving child well, you're by yourself, <laughs> it's okay. right. so then I so while you were in college or or this is like right after college yeah, yeah. so i I kind of the next thing I do is well i I decided well, you know, I could probably be an illustrator, so I just put to, I threw together a portfolio like of Kind of, it was during the you know, sort of punk time. So I, was, I put together a, a portfolio of pretty scratchy, mm-hmm. wild drawings. You know, sort of Gary Panter ish so sort of stuff of, you'd know. done at that school. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, I'd always done these little scribbly drawings on the side. I did, I did big paintings in, in college, but then I also did these figurative, you know, cartoony, sometimes mm-hmm. scribbly, whatever. So I just decided, well, oh, I'll try to get work. So then I was living in Chicago and i just went around with this portfolio and started getting illustration work
0: pretty exactly. quickly wow, really
1: yeah. yeah so it was good it was like not a lot of money but it was like okay yeah. this is so, this is good so
0: you just how did you you find the names on the, yeah i mean the back then it was like there's what? no internet yeah. right so it was no. kind of like yeah
1: it was just like I, I just looked up all the names of the art directors and the yeah. editors and all the newspapers in town yeah. and that, and even back then it was even People really only kind of worked in their own town, too. It wasn't even like, yeah, you know, like, it took a little while before fax machines came in, and then we mm-hmm. could actually, like, I could work for Washington Post and, and, you know, places in New York and stuff like that. But the, um, at the beginning, it was really, like, you know, Chicago Tribune, Chicago Reader, all yeah. the, like, Chicago Magazine, all these places that were in Chicago. So and I you just, were at least getting
0: paid yeah. drawing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. yeah. So how old were you then?
1: I was like, uh, you know, early 20s. 20s. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I, actually I, sk- I skipped one little blip, which was after college, I went out to San Francisco and lived there for a little while, and then I came back to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, were you and, working there in or not? I, I was being a painter and working in movie theaters. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that was my thing. Yeah. Wow. So it was like, a, I was selling popcorn and showing movies and so on. And then when ah. I moved to Chicago, actually the first job I had was, I became the manager of a of a repertory movie theater. And I I met a a guy there that, that I became partners in this video. thing that We did. And then he wanted to become a movie producer. And then I went the other way. So, um, but anyway, so I, so I started being an illustrator. Then I pitched an idea to the local thing, Chicago reader, which was a single panel cartoon called the adventures of a huge mouth. And they bought it. So then I started doing that. And that was like, you know, $150 a week or whatever it was, you know, something like that. And then, uh, then that kind of grew a little bit. And I did it. It was in a l- bunch of papers, similar kind of free papers around the country. Like, it was in the L.A. Weekly. It was in a bunch of different places. Kind of uh, a life in hell yeah. sort of wannabe, but never as many papers and, mm-hmm. you know, not as po- not as popular. Um, but then... So it was a little syndicated. Yeah, self-syndicated. self self-syndica- oh, self-syndica- you did. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. it was just kind of like every place that ran those things, I would send stuff out. Yeah. So that, you know, And then that led to kind of more illustration work around the country, and then that became a more a bigger part of my thing where mm-hmm. I was doing work for lots of different... Magazines and newspapers around the country, um, and then because I had just had my, f- uh, we just had our first child. I decided, well, maybe you know, people were doing kids books. I'll do a kid. I'll try to get, a get kids yeah. book. Going. So then I just ended up also very old school. Sent out some drawings and ideas for kids books to a bunch of different agents. Just got went to a went to a library. Found a, a book mm-hmm. that was like a list of people that represented children's book uh, illustrators and authors and just bombarded a lot of places. I think I sent out like maybe 40, 40 different mm-hmm. packages to places. And then I got maybe three or four people that wanted to represent me, so I chose one. Wow. Yeah. So and then I, that led to this thing called, these book series uh, about this place called Sillyville. There was one, it was a, um, Sillyville or Bust, and the next one was like Escape from Camp Wanabarf, and it was like all these irreverent, they were very irreverent kids' books, very scribbly, mm-hmm. com- somewhere in between kids' books and comic books. That were, yeah, yeah, just to be funny. Yeah, they're funny yeah. and silly and... Um, and then one got uh, optioned as a feature film, this thing called oh. Escape, Escape from Camp Waterbarf. So then that became a thing where, like, every year they would renew it. Like, it was $20,000 something. For me, at the time, it was like, oh, my God, $20,000. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, uh, but it never got made. So, But we wrote a bunch of different scripts. And Mike Judge was going to direct it at one point. All, these all the different people came in and out on, a, on the project. And it would die, and then it would come back. And then mm-hmm. I'd come out. I'd be still in Chicago, but I'd come out here to... to uh, see what was going on. And that, but in any case, that led to me having a Hollywood agent, and then that led me to be pitching stuff, s- still from Chicago, actually. So I had this agent who uh, named Tracy Kramer, who actually represented uh, Kleski Chupo, too. And he got some stuff to... Uh, a lot of people, but one and a bunch of different people were interested in the, several of my projects. But then the, the people that actually followed through on it were Nickelodeon, and it was mm-hmm. this woman uh, named uh, Amy Friedman, who's still around. She yeah, she's, she's risen way up, and I forget where she is. Not, not at Nickelodeon anymore, but she's mm-hmm. in some, she's a development person somewhere. Um, but she had this thing called the Creative Lab, which was in the in the uh, New York office of Nickelodeon, and she hired me to make three short films. So you're going to hear your birth of cat-dog story here. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave her ten ideas for what, what these films would be. And They're going to be like, I forget, I think maybe two minutes each or something yeah. like that. Um, well, enough to make a little story. Yes. You know, a little something. Yeah. And they it was, and so it was like ten ideas. that we, we would choose one of those ideas and make three based on that one idea. So like three episodes of one thing. So I gave her ten ideas... Uh, all of which, in some way, have resurfaced in my work. Yeah. And, you know what I mean, how that happens? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But the one that she chose was this thing called Cat Dog. Huh. Now, before... Actually, back up, I'm sorry. After I did this, these Sillyville books, I pitched a book that was called A Few Superheroes you Probably Never Heard Of. And in that, it was a bunch of ridiculous superheroes, but one of them was this thing called Amazing Cat Dog Man. <laughs> and uh, Amazing Cat Dog Man was this man's Superman body with a cat and dog head... And they would fight all the time as they were trying to save the day. That was the idea. <laughs> I didn't sell that book. It kind of went away, and um, but then when I was thinking about something for Amy Friedman, I thought, well, what if we, yeah. we take that character and make it into an actual animal? Yeah. It, you know, opposites attached, built-in conflict, whole whole deal, high concept, really. And she just like totally loved it. So that, uh. so she chose that out of the ten ideas, and then I started writing these uh, these little scripts for that. So I was going to try to figure out what those stories would be, and I was getting, you know, I was getting them finished. But in the me- meanwhile, while I was doing that, I started singing this song in my head, the Cat Dog Song. <laughs> so then I recorded it uh, on my little ancient Apple laptop, whatever the MacBook or whatever they call that, uh-huh. and uh, it's just me on the guitar singing the song. So I sent that to New York. So then. Within Nickelodeon, apparently, it got passed around. Just the song, or with drawings? Well, the drawings too.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, that. Well, the drawings were already in progress, so there were some drawings, but not a lot. Mm -hmm. A few drawings, a few pages of very short scripts, and the song. So, but that's what no one else sent.
0: No one else sent. I guess. In any case,
1: I get a call mm -hmm, from the president of Nickelodeon, L. P. Hackett, where. He go- I'd never even spoken to him. I didn't, I didn't even know who he was. I mean, I'd never even heard his name before. Yeah. So he calls me up and says, uh, Hey, Peter, this is L.B. Hacked. I go, Hi. And he goes, hi, I'm President <laughs> of Glowin. He goes, "Oh, hi." He goes, he goes, I got some bad news and I got some good news. I go, I, he goes, we're not going to make those three short films. <laughs> but the good news is, and then he started singing the cat dogs on me. The good news is we want to make a pilot. Da-da-da-da. I said, okay. <laughs> so oh, I really gosh. literally did yeah. not pitch the show. I didn't pitch it as a show. Yeah. Um,
0: well, you pitch it as a short. You still send it the way they ask you to send it to,
1: kind of a pitch, basically. But it really was—it was, it was almost not, not even yeah. a pitch. It was n- there was no pitch document. It was uh-huh. it, it, all it was it was like they, you know, I I gave them the a few drawings for this idea of this, these short films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was really a, a drawing of Cat Dog, a drawing of a character that turned into Mervis mm-hmm. Pig later, and I think there's a little drawing of. I mean At that point, there wasn't even a Winslow. I don't think. But in any case, it was like. Uh, this tiny little bit of work I had done. And I didn't really... I think the cool thing about it was it wasn't even like, who would this be as a TV show? It was more like, yeah, yeah. what's this going to be as three short films and that's it? But yeah. the idea of cat dog is so clearly understandable from, you know, mm-hmm. at first glance. Even the that, name. Yeah. That, it just you know, that that Albie really fell uh, in love with it. And then he just was like, no, let's you know, make like a pilot. Pushed so, it. Yeah. So yeah. then... So that's not like
0: I, I was mentioning before the the legend of you know the the, the napkin the, the napkin yeah it's not the when napkin when we were working on on, on the show yeah they, it started people started saying that napkin. you had pitched at you were at lunch or dinner with Albie. And may, maybe Mary Harrington or someone, you know. No, no. And they ask you if you had any idea, because I guess they knew that's, you or something. That's a good story. Idea. That
1: story that they were. Friends I was the with waiter. <laughs> <laughs> they knew you.
0: You yeah. were their friends, and, and you yeah. drew hair, hey, I have this idea. You <laughs> yeah, drew that no, no, on an napkin, no, and, no. and it
1: went crazy, and they ordered no. fifty-four. No, right no, no. <laughs>
0: So
1: that's not even. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> not no, no, it was, it was, but it was still. It's pretty. It's close. I mean, it's pretty yeah, close, it's like yeah, a song yeah. and a few drawings. So, I mean, I think I actually think that I do think that real monsters might have been might have been closer to that because mm-hmm. so, they probably they did know Yeah. Right. But anyway, so that so that's what happened, and then you know, I th- I think probably because Mary, you know, first it was Amy, and then because because there was going to be a pilot, then Mary became involved, mm-hmm. and then I think she found r- r- Rob. Porter first. I think that somehow he so. Was by the
0: time you sent these to be shorts, yeah, you were working on books. Yeah, you were not working in with your friend in Chicago without production. No, that was over. It yeah, was yeah. before. Yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. no I've been, sorry, I've been yeah. bouncing back no, no. and forth no, no. like a maniac. So um, yeah, so so they mm-hmm. so they were looking for somebody to start to help me develop it mm-hmm. at Nickelodeon, and Rob was the person that yeah, yeah. got was up. And I'm not sure if it was. I think he was. He's was probably on Arnold at the time. I would think.
0: Yeah, I think, I think he, he was, was on Arnold. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so he was the first one, and he ended up just doing... We kind of sent drawings back and forth, and he, you know, because I was still in Chicago, what I would come out mm-hmm. and start working on it for a while and then go back. And um, and then the next person on board was probably Nick Jennings mm-hmm. to start mm-hmm. figuring out style with me. So based on watercolor stuff I'd done... Your style, he, yeah. yeah. He came up with a, a better style than mine, so it was great. Mm-hmm. And so, so, you know, he plus it. And then... And then Derek Dryman came on board to help uh, board the pilot. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was kind of the team. There was really nobody <laughs> else. It, um, it was kind of it, really. At the very beginning, it was just us in a room mm-hmm. on Violent um, oh, doing the pilot. Violent, yeah, yeah. And you were you were probably on Arnold at that time, right? Or no? I was
0: on Arnold not too long, and then I was on Angry Beavers.
1: Oh right. right, were, right.
0: Beavers right. Was, had started was full right. full blown right, production right, right, by right, then. Right, you right, know, and because and then. Rob brought me in, you know. Right,
1: right.
0: Because uh, at first, I was a board team with Rob. Right. And then he moved up to supervise right. other thing. so then... Right. right. So, how, how long after the pilot, by the pilot? So, you how long was that? Did I think we tests? did the pilot... Yeah, we did the pilot... i
1: around trying to remember the dates. We did the pilot in 96, 97. So, by that time, you were mostly in L.A.? Yeah, to the pilot here. I moved Spending out. I mean, time. i i I was out here. My family was still in Chicago. Yeah. and I was going back and forth, but mm-hmm. staying out for a longer period of time. I was living in
0: for a few months yeah. here for the pilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And so uh, then, where they wait, they have it animated. You have to come back to right. Chicago for a while. Right. Did you right. get go back into books. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty much. I had a, g- a couple things going, so I was kind yeah. of working on those things. Uh, yeah, and then uh, pilot tested really well. And mm-hmm. We started up, and it was like a, a gigantic, like a bigger order than yeah. and they'd they ever done before. I yeah. think that, I don't. I'm not even sure that they've done it since. I think they were no. it was pretty overwhelming.
0: It I was pretty daunting.
1: 44, it was 40 uh, half hours, forty half hours. Yeah, it was like eighty. Yeah, eighty stories. Yeah, forty <laughs> half hours plus that theatrical short we made. So we made mm-hmm. a, all at the same kind of all gearing up at the same time. So it was like it was really. I think it was it was a struggle at the beginning for sure because I I was so new. I mean, I'd never yeah. had anything like that. Um, and you probably remember this, but at the beginning we were going to try to do it as a board-driven show, and then... Yes, and yeah, then that's right, the first yeah. couple of boards, yeah. yeah. Because then, because Derek and, and we all came from board-driven shows. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind it was just hard... It was actually hard to get enough... We needed a lot of teams, and we... It's and it was, harder it really, to get people, because yeah. you yeah. can draw in, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we ended up switching to scripts, but I, my goal all the time was to... Retain enough space within the scripts to always give enough um, space for visual humor and mm-hmm. physicality and stuff like that. So, because it was really that kind that of a very visual yeah. concept, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that and so we were, you know, we started out in the violin building, then we really geared up in that building that was mm-hmm. up on the Laurel Canyon.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. So, you were probably there, right? I think you must yeah, have been yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, on there. Yeah. Uh, I forgot where I was.
0: Oh yeah, I was working on Cat Dog because yeah. I was with Dominic. I remember yeah. Dominic Orlando was there. Yeah, he was on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Kelly Kennedy.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, Kelly Kennedy is somebody I haven't heard much about, but I, uh, Dominic,
0: I, him, I, I see him once every year or two. Is he working in animation, or was he? No, no. He's, he went back to illustration. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And Dominic, I've been trying to get in touch with Dominic, but it's tough. Yeah. He's on Facebook a
1: lot. Yeah, I see him on Facebook. Right? Yeah, yeah. Is he okay? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I thought of it. So, um, so that lasted for how long, your involvement with CatDog? Because I, I left before I went on all this Beavers. Stuff. But, uh, oh, you came from Beavers? No, did you? I came from Beavers, and then I went to, uh, after CatDog for me, I went to uh, Oh, yeah, Cartoons.
1: Oh, yeah. So, right, I, right, so right. I had That's right. a short That's right. that, That's that right. I That's right. to do. That's right. <clears throat> so it lasted, well, it was pretty much 97. Like, to two thousand two, kind of okay. So there? like five years yeah. to do, yeah. eighty shows. That's yeah. not... Yeah. well, we ended up getting another order, so it turned out to be oh yeah, another twenty six. Mm-hmm. I guess it's mm-hmm. sort of
0: whatever, so, whatever. So it's basically the equivalent of like, I mean, sometimes they do like, the pickup is thirteen half hours, right? The equivalent of like what six seasons or seven? Yeah, seasons? it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it's crazy, and we were you know, I think that the um, nobody really knew. It was just a, a it was a gigantic task. We ended mm-hmm. at a certain point when you know shit hits the fan and stuff is coming going out and coming back at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know to Korea and back, and uh, we ended up getting so overwhelmed that we ended up farming out some episodes to Canada. Uh-huh. So we, we ended up doing some stuff in Vancouver. So Rob and, and I and some other people went up there mm-hmm. occasionally. Um, but yeah, it was you know it was hard. It was super fun and super hard. Yeah. But it's always like that. It's a lot of work.
0: Yeah. It's fun, but it's a lot of work. I
1: know, I know, I know. <laughs> it actually reminded me. The weird thing about it is, it reminded me because I'd worked not only as an illustrator, but I also worked in the newspaper business a little bit. Mm-hmm. That the frantic nature of it felt familiar mm-hmm. and comfortable. You know, like yeah. it, didn't, it didn't. I was not that. Even though I say this now, but I mean I. I didn't. Feel, I never felt super panicky about it. I always felt like it was yeah. uh, going to be okay. But just because i would always been in that environment yeah. of like, oh, we've got to get this stuff out. We got to get this yeah. stuff out. Let's keep moving. You can't oh, be precious. Good, yeah. You can't be precious about it. Mm-hmm. You just got to do it and do it and do it and do it. Do the best you can. But not, not sit around. And yeah. Like,
0: plus, it's like a steamroller. It's such a big yeah. thing. It'll it'll get yeah. done. Yeah. I remember You're the first time. Just actually, it. I
1: remember the first time I. I think it was, I was staying at the Argyle, which is now called. You know, when I'm in Hollywood Towers? that the, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I was staying at the Arga. yeah And uh, <laughs> and I can't remember who was there, but I think it was probably Mary Harrington and maybe maybe Larry LaFrancis. But somebody mm-hmm. else came in. And they came in with an animation schedule, which I, I'd never, I'd literally never <laughs> seen. this before we started. I'd never seen one yeah. before. And this is one made for 40 half hours. So they were at the bar at the Arga uh. and they just... Take it out and unrolled it and went from yeah. one end of the bar to the other end of the bar, and I'm looking at this thing with all these different colors, and I'm going, oh, "What is that? The it. It's like what the <laughs> <laughs> painting starts here. What? I don't. What are you talking about? I have no idea. I just had no idea. So, uh, so yeah, it was daunting. But so how was it?
0: Even at the beginning, it wasn't too daunting? Like when you when the, the stuff with the schedule and actually doing it actually having to hire people like yeah. Stuff, it, uh, yeah coming
1: from working alone basically right it was really different Like from exactly working alone to having a, yeah, crew, a whole 50 crew 50 and people. you're in charge yeah because they put
0: you in charge of these right things, you know? and, yeah. you know,
1: and I had some really good people that had, had experience yeah 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 and, of course you yeah. know Ken Kessel and, mm-hmm. and Rob and Derek and lots of different people so it was just kind of there was a lot of growing pains not only for me but everybody kind of trying to do this big of a show mm-hmm. um and, you know, we brought in, we had a couple different head writers that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And so it just took a little while to get it. To of course. Like it. that, everything. Right. everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like that. Um, but it was, you know, it was super fun. And then, you know, uh, the uh, think what else. casting was, well, all these things were so much, yes, every, yeah. Part of it is so fun, like you feel really honored that all these people want to be in your thing. You know what I mean? I just remember like the parade of like actors that I know from TV shows from yeah. long ago that would come, Henry Gibson, and like stuff, stuff like that. And you go, like, God, I'm so honored that you're here. You know, I can't. I didn't cast them, but it's like a, well, like you know, Bud Court. You know, like well, oh really? Yeah, it's just so cool. You know. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I, 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 every moment I was like, "Oh my God, I cannot believe I'm, I'm <laughs> actually I'm the one that's going to choose whether or not Bud Court gets a job." Yeah, I like, <laughs> "I have no response." Yeah, so they all stuff like that. Like, there's all kinds of things like that that are memories that I'll always have. Oh, that's it's, wonderful. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. yeah. So, um, I, so after the so like I, Buddy ha- like Buddy Hackett. Yeah. Oh, really? again yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, Rip Taylor. Whatever. Well, I did it. that only
0: <laughs> once on the, um, when I went to that short show. Um, right after Cat dog and I yeah. have to cast and it's the same thing you see yeah. people that oh yeah oh my god yeah
1: <laughs> I know I mean the list is incredible I feel I mean, bad think, saying yeah. no to them. I know absolutely we're, 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 I should tell you I'll tell you one quick yeah, yeah, story. yeah. so uh, we were looking we are trying to cast this character Eddie the Squirrel who's this little very uh, frenetic little squirrel <laughs> character right? so and Tom Kenny did a turn on Billy Wet, like all these guys around the yeah. show. But they, you know, we're maybe They, made, tried, I think they, they tried it. Or of course, nobody was. We weren't quite liking it. Yeah. So we, we auditioned like so many people for for this tiny. It was like pretty you a pretty small role. In your head. You didn't, yeah. you Kind of knew what it a was, little bit, was, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so one day we ha- so we had just so many people audition. And one day uh, we have a few people coming in, and one of them is Buddy Hackett, and the other one is Rip Taylor. Right? <laughs> and uh, so they both get there at the same time. And they're like hanging out in the kind of the uh, waiting room, and they're talking to each other like they know each other. And the, uh, Buddy Hackett comes in first, and he auditions, and he he, goes, he just goes, he reads the lines. He goes, uh, you know, after he reads, he goes, And Dad, I'm only going to do it once because that's what a squirrel sounds like. I know and you don't. Or something like that. So it's really funny. <laughs> they go, OK. He was really funny, super funny. <laughs> so he leaves, and then Rip Taylor comes in, who just recently died. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I actually I have told the story before, but not said who it is. And now that he's now that he's gone, I feel like I can, I can say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so he comes in, and he first of all he's dressed like an actor, like he's got a, he's got an ascot <laughs> caught on that. So he comes dressed in, up. yeah, dressed, up, dressed yeah. up. So he comes in, and he he auditions, and he he reads it once, and then he says, oh, "I got another idea. I want to try it again." So he 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 reads it. He probably does it fifteen times. Wow. Exactly the same. Like, oh, exactly yeah. the same. I mean, he's saying I got another idea, but everything sounds the same. It's it's Rip Taylor. I mean, it, it sounds yeah. like Rip Taylor. Yeah. I mean, it's like, which is great, but it's like, well, like he, didn't need, he didn't need to do that. I mean, it that many times, but he yeah. did So anyways, he does it. So right. then it's done, and he's kind of excited, and he's like, he's really, really nice guy, and super, a yeah. super upbeat. So he, he says, I have to go. I have to go to the little boy's room, but I'll, I'll be back, and I'll say goodbye. Go, okay. So then he leaves the room, and this other guy walks in. He knocks on the door. He goes like, hey, uh, I came over here. I'm with the same agency as as Rip, and I was wondering, could you mind if I audition? And I like it, and I'm like, sure, okay, why not? Everybody's here, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so, so he goes in, and he's like, it's immediately evident he's never done it before. Like he doesn't know the terminology, he doesn't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> but I'm like, oh my god, I guess, we, and I forget, I can't remember who was with me yeah. at the time, but it's at Horta, Horta the old Horta place. So uh, yeah. he. He, he auditions and he doesn't know what the hell he's doing but in the middle of it and he's terrible but in the middle of it Rip Taylor comes around the corner and he sees the guy in there and he goes like what is that man doing in there and I go like <laughs> well he said he's from the same agency as you yeah. and he and I said sure why not and he goes like that man is my driver <laughs> So he was super pissed wow. off at me. Everyone was pissed yeah. off at him. Anyway, it was really oh. funny. <laughs> I always thought that the guy had, like, such uh, incredible balls to do that. Like just like, So I, I really respected him for that, even yeah. though it was like...
0: <laughs> well, it's like people who used to give their tapes to famous people to yeah. were driving. Right, like, right, right, were right, right. drivers. Right. So they, right.
1: they played their tapes while well, I've also, driving. So I've like also people. also wondered for years about what the drive back was like. Oh. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> So
0: anyway. That guy probably lost his job.
1: I yeah, think, it's very possible as a driver. I know yeah. that I got just I got a lot of he it was CAA or something like that. The, and I and mm-hmm. I got a lot of heat back like you never should have done that. And all that. I was like, Yeah, you, you know, know he put
0: people around yeah, the list yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, anyway. But see, now you I have a story. You have that story. I, you wouldn't I wouldn't have had have it. it.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: So yeah. when when by, by the end of Cat Dog, you knew it was like they renewed once and that was it. They didn't renew yeah. more. That's right. So you're so like a lot, like a lot of shows anyway. Yeah. There's enough for like 30 years of violence <laughs> right. of dog. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And so what did you do after, right after Cat dog. So right after Cat dog I, <clears throat> did you well, first. What was your idea of doing Did you want to stay in animation? Yeah, I, well, yeah,
1: I did, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I actually, met <clears throat> pretty soon after Cat Dog I made a pilot at Disney, mm-hmm. this girl character. So they contacted you, or are you trying Can, to get I can't something? really remember. Nickelodeon didn't want to do more stuff? Not right today? away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not right, right away. away. I think it was, you know, I think I didn't really go back to them right away. I, mm-hmm. I think I, I guess maybe I, I was pitching a lot right after CatDog. I went to pretty much everywhere. Yeah. So I do probably, I probably did pitch to Nickelodeon at some point in there, but they didn't buy anything. Mm-hmm. And then I sold this thing uh, called Wanda West, which is like a girl character, almost like a Annie Oakley character who's walking around in modern day. So mm-hmm. she was like, mm-hmm. you know, like a fish out of water sort of character yeah. in modern day. Um, And I think it was really a good pilot, but they passed on it, so I didn't. Mm -hmm. didn't So they made the pilot though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I had a bunch of for the next few years. I had a a lot of different things in in development, a lot of different places at Warner Brothers, Cartoon Network, and Mm -hmm. different places. None of it happened. So then, then I kind of went dove back into books, and I ended up doing a bunch of books over the next ten years. That's weird to me. Like I heard the same thing from Craig Bartlett, who said after. Yeah. And hey, Arnold, which is yeah. a big, you know, yeah.
0: show, too, and, and after did a bunch of pilots, and you would Yeah, I remember he met a, a pilot
1: at Cartoon Network. Yeah, or yeah. two or something. He yeah.
0: said, you think it's a shoe-in. You just can't well, person That's,
1: that's what people always say, always say to me. Like, Are you strange. you strange, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it's just, you know, it's, like, it's hard. Because it's, really, I mean, it's, it's not, not
0: a chance. You're not taking a chance. Not a person knows, and, and right. they've had a success with something. Right.
1: I mean, it's in some ways, you know, I think they're... Cat Talk happened to be a show where they... Even though it did... Well, mm-hmm. it didn't do as well as they really wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Like they, 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 it was a big show. Like they, the decision yeah. to make forty episodes and all that so kind of stuff. So
0: they had huge expectation yeah,
1: for the show it. to be yeah. doing well very yeah. right away. Yeah, and I think in some ways they, I think they learned a lot from it because they, I, I think it was I don't know whose idea it was, but I think it was it was a big uh, strategy of like bombarding. Children with cat dog, like because well, you know, it was the first. Yeah. a first run strip show. Yeah, there was never they'd never done no. that before with five days, a, five days a week, every week. I you?
0: remember when when they came to people from New York came to Nickelodeon and told us, you know, yeah. now we're going to strip it just because the model was um, Rugrats. Right, they said Rugrats was semi successful, and after a couple of years, they decided to do an episode every day or, or instead right. of one every uh, week. Right. But we all thought, well, but you've had a following for two years. I know. So exactly. of course,
1: these people love to see the show every day. That's and they also know. they also came up with like uh, consumer products like really fast too. Yeah. Before the show had barely, I remember going to the Target in, uh, I guess in Pasadena. I'm not sure mm-hmm. where it was, um, and just seeing an entire department devoted to CatDog. And it was like, it had barely been on the air. I'm it going like this. No, yeah. It just seemed, cra- it seemed really crazy. At the time, it was like super flattering. Like, yeah. oh my God, this is amazing. Look at this stuff. It's everywhere. There's billboards. It's, uh, yeah, of so course, course Billboard it's fantastic, and, yeah. But like, it felt a little bit ill-conceived. It was like, yeah, you know, it's I'm, not like a movie. I'm not sure if I would have done that. Yeah. Was, but, uh, yeah. you know, and uh, I think it didn't sell as well as they thought it would. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, there's just high expectations of yeah. so, um So, yeah, anyway. So then I ended up, the thing that was kind of cool about it is that I it used to be, at least from my experience, the um, there was like a really clear line between sort of the sensibility of uh, the literary world for, of kids' books and TV animation. Mm-hmm. So like, there was a point there when I was actually th- sending out some stuff for books, either during or right after catalog, where people sort of turned their nose up a little bit. I think it was kind of like too commercial looking for oh, them because yeah. of CatDog and stuff like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it kind of snapped. And then when I, er, early, let's see, what I forget what the year was, but I ended up selling, making a book deal. Uh, there was a really book, big book deal. Like I got this series of books that, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say how much money it was, but yeah, it was yeah. like, a sh- it was, to me it was, yeah. it was shocking. That it was like though. yeah Yeah. Because somehow... They'd realized, oh, maybe we can use the juice of Hollywood of course, to sell these yeah. books. And, you know, at the time it felt like, you know, maybe mm-hmm. books are going out, and, and thankfully yeah. they're doing yeah. great still. But at the time it felt like maybe books won't be around that much longer, yeah. you know? And to the idea to get this really big, i get like, you know, a couple different six book deals in a row. So mm-hmm. it was like, I could do this forever. I mean, I yeah. really liked it. It was like the money was good. It was almost like TV mm-hmm. money was really good. So I felt like I've got a drawer full of ideas. That are all as good as these ones I just sold. Yeah. You know what I mean? I felt like I can, but then here's what happened: I was like, <laughs> because the advances were really big, the, uh, then actually earning back the advances yeah. was much more difficult. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, you have to sell, oh, you have to sell a lot of books to make. Yeah, it's so, not just just they pay you. You have yeah, to actually sell the yeah, books. Yeah, well, do you, they pay? But they other, pay yeah. you. But if you don't get, and then if you don't, you know, you can start earning royalties if you earn back all that money. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't have to pay back the money, you get the yeah. money. But yeah, still, yeah. it's like, you, you. the next time you make try to make a book deal, you don't get that money if you have to earn something. So after that, it was kind of like, oh. So I got these two gigantic book deals and I did a picture book. I did like, I did like f- 10 books in two e- years or something like that. Huh. It was really fast. And then after that, it was like, oh, now my advances are this much? <laughs> it used to be this much? What? So and then I, you know, I kind of went back. I was, during this whole time, I was also pitching TV shows. But, mm-hmm. um, Anyway, so that's kind of what happened and then uh I ended up uh, kind of working on books at the same time that I was working on other people's shows, a little bit like writing mm-hmm. scripts and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I did that a bunch and then and then at some point i well um, I ended up my my uh wife's mother was failing. She lived in Arizona. So we went down there for a couple of years where we mm. kind of took care of her. And I was also working on book, books there. But also I taught at ASU for a little while. That was just a few years ago. So I did that. And then and then I was actually, this entire time, I had things in development at a lot of different places that just never, yeah. I could never get made. Um, and then uh, now I'm on the show. So that's kind of like a compacted oh, yeah. version of all yeah, those yeah, years. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah so, no, so... So can you
0: tell us about the show you're on now? Or yeah, you're yeah, 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 for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: sure. So. Yeah, so Joe, you know, Joe Maria, creator of *Rocco's Modern Life and mm-hmm. Camp Laszlo, he sold this show to PBS that's called Let's Go Luna. And we've been on the air for about a year now. Um, uh, and it's about... It's an educational comedy, sort of. It's like about these three kids who live in a... Kind of anthropomorphic animal kids who live in a traveling circus, and their best friend is Luna, the moon, who comes down mm-hmm. from the sky and hangs out with them during the day. So then it's there's all this cultural curriculum. Uh, so it's the, for preschool. It's a preschool yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. It's a little more. I think it's a little more high end preschool. Yeah. So in terms of age, um, but it's really cool. It's like we go all around the world. Uh, Visit all these different cities, and so every, mm-hmm. everybody on the show has to research every city that oh, we go yeah, to. like that we've nice, ne- yeah. Some that we've never been to. Um, it's really cool. So I'm the. I came on as a writer, then I became a story editor, and I also write a lot of songs for the show. Mm-hmm. And I also do these. Interst- oh, yeah. I do these uh, interstitials that are folk tales and folk songs. For mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. It's really cool. Oh, that's great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like it. So that's your full time thing now.
0: It is. Yeah. Yes, and mm-hmm. I have a, a couple
1: of books. Or I have. Well, I have a bunch of books. Um, uh, have, I've been working on this long-term project that's kind of a more adult, comic, uh, autobiographical thing about my mm-hmm. dad. i am um, working on that, and then I have uh, I have a bunch of different book proposals mm-hmm. circulating now with my agent, and then uh, what else? Um, and then I have a bunch of things I'm pitching. I've actually got something that I think I might be doing with Nickelodeon. i got a thing mm. uh, that I'm working on now. So, but, uh, you know, it's always... Always a lot of ideas and a lot of you yes, yes. run around trying to sell stuff. So.
0: The creative mind
1: doesn't yeah, stop. I know. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can do that better. But this is the first. Th- this actually, uh, uh, you know, aside from having my own TV show, this is kind of one of the most fun jobs mm-hmm. I've ever had because it's really it kind of draws on yeah. lots of my skills and talents. Yeah, so it's and like,
0: it's a small crew. It's a really, it's really small crew. Nice,
1: yeah, I mean, you know, the the main studios in Toronto and. Uh, and we're in, you know, in LA. So mm-hmm. and the crew here is just a couple of different, uh, two different uh, board teams, and uh, you know, people. We make the animatics here and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And we have we actually have a cultural. We have an anthropologist who's on staff as an advisor, and so mm-hmm. he's here. Uh, and then we have all these advisors from every every city. We need to get different of advisors. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of,
0: yeah.
1: But it's cool because it's like a even though. I've heard of, I've talked to some people that worked on preschool shows where there's so much curriculum and so mm-hmm. many people pouring over it every minute for doctors and, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. This is a little a little more relaxed because it's mm-hmm. really a it's really a silly comedy on top of uh in its cultural curriculum instead of like super hard curriculum like yeah. math or science. a, trial, or a little trialing. Yeah. 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 So it's fun. It's really a fun show. It's good, really good. Cool. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much. Sure. Yeah. For sharing all that and the
0: funny funny stories about. Now you can tell the names, yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Thank you very much, Peter. Yeah,
1: Uh, no no problem. (laughs) It's fun.